Disclaimer. Explicit content will be discussed on this episode. If you with it, stay tuned. If not, I'll see you soon. See, what they don't know is they're tuning in to DBYT Podcast. My name is Taisha Hans, and this is my show where I'll explore the ins and outs of the world around me. You can tune in every Wednesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. On this week's episode, we'll pick up where we left off with two new guests. They will give us their input on how they feel and how they see our men in today's society. Thank you, Jarrell and Michaela, for joining me this week. With that being said, let's get into it. Today's positive inspirational is be selective in your battle. Sometimes peace is better than being right. Hey, Jarrell, how you doing? I'm doing good. So, in your opinion, what makes a man a man? What makes a man a man is like the three things he set for himself. Like, okay, so God, family, and hard work. Those will be three things that he set himself on. Those three things he'll live by each day. So that's something I think that would make a man. Okay. okay. Michaela, and in your opinion? Overall, I think the one key word that makes a man a man is respect for himself and other people overall. Because you could be a quote unquote man depending on your age, but if you don't respect other people and yourself, I don't like you're a man. Okay. Jarrell, do you feel pressured to uphold a certain image in society? Yes, I do. As a black man, you have to be able to keep yourself up at all times because a lot of things are always portrayed about the black man. So you have to really make sure you're educated. So once my mom always told me, if you're educated, nobody can take that away from you. And so that's what I always tell myself to make sure I'm educated. I ain't gonna say I'm dressed nicely today, but dress nicely to look like presentable to people. And so Okay, Michaela, what traits are a man supposed to carry? Can you elaborate on that? Like, I mean, I don't, I guess, what do they need to have in order to make themselves presentable? In my eyes? Yeah, in your eyes, yeah. Yeah. Physical physique? Whatever. Physical, mentally, emotionally, financially. Okay, I like mentally. Okay, well, like I said, respect for you, you know, yourself and others. Um, being open-minded. I don't like closed-minded men in general or people in general. Um, let me see. <laughs> um, I don't really know how to answer that question. I got to think about it. Jarrell, you want to help her out? Well, I mean, a trait a man should have for, like, Really, like, how can he stay consistent with himself? Like, when he do things, like, what's a trait? Like, okay, so if he got a woman and mm-hmm. he's being inconsistent, that's not a trait somebody's going to want to have. Like, he's showing her he loves her one day, then that he shows he don't care for her. So consistency for me would be a main trait a man, sh- a, a man should have for himself. Okay. All right. Michaela, what does, what defines masculinity? Hmm. I guess it depends on who you ask. But to me, masculinity is being 
not feminine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. <laughs> I guess you could say, quote unquote, tough and knowing yourself. Like, you have to know yourself. Like, if somebody call you gay or something like that, you shouldn't feel no way about it if you know yourself. Okay. If you're not gay, then I don't really think nobody should care about what other people think. Based on her definition, do you consider yourself masculine? Yes. Okay. But I would like to elaborate on her because, like, for to define that, I would say for that, you have to be able to take charge. You have mm-hmm. to be able to take charge. Okay. Like, don't no, no woman want to be behind a man that can't take charge Period. and put itself in control. <laughs> That's so, true. you just got to be able to, like, show that you can lead and be anywhere comfortable with her. The alpha male. Okay. Okay. Jarrell, what is the difference between a boy and a man? Okay, a boy a boy is what I said earlier. He's going to be inconsistent from time to time. He's not going to care what she says. He's going to go off on her, say stupid things, probably hurt her feelings. But a man, a man is going to show her like where she went wrong, show her to help her out, like and be able to like make sure both of them are growing, make sure that she's learning at the same time and that he's leading her like on the right path. He's never letting her like get down on herself or anything like that. A man is somebody like like I said, he takes charge. He knows what he wants. And so that's what I feel like that's a difference between a boy and a man. With that being said, would you say that a boy carries toxic masculinity traits? Yes, a boy do because a lot of boys a lot of men and boys don't want to admit, but they do toxic things. And so for a boy, a boy is gonna do more toxic things than a man. Because a man mm-hmm. has already seen his toxic traits and he has dealt with them. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to do them anymore. But a boy, for a boy to stay a boy, he's going to see what he's done wrong. And he's going to continue to do it. He's going to continue to make them same mistakes instead of changing them. Michaela, was there an instance oh. where you tested a man's manhood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I there was, but I can't think of anything right after that. I may have to come back to this question. <laughs> okay. But um, can I elaborate on the last question? Yeah. Um, I feel like a boy, if I'm going to speak financially, is um someone who doesn't want to get away from his mom. Like, he's <laughs> always there at his mama's house. He don't want to go out, you know, do his own thing. Or he always has somebody to rely on, whether it be a girlfriend, his mom, his aunt, grandma. He don't never want to get away. I feel like that is a boy's characteristic. First of all, he's going to go out and get his own and then provide for whoever the next person in his life may be. We were just talking about, uh, what, Mama's Boys the other day? <laughs> okay, yeah. Jarrell, was there an instance where your manhood was tested by a woman? I mean, I feel like the people I've always talked to, I've never been tried, like, never been tested by any anybody, like, manhood-wise. I've never been tried by anybody. I've always been cool, laid back. And like people just know, like if you have that vibe, we're not gonna really mess with him. He don't do nothing to, to like make somebody mad at him or anything like that for us to try him. So I feel like I've never been tried like that. Okay, Michaela, in what condition is it okay for a man to express his more sensitive emotions? Anytime. 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 Do you agree? I agree with that because like if if you know somebody and you real like connected with them, you should be able to be able to share yourself with mm-hmm. them. And like not worry about what they say about you. So, and I mean that's one thing men do. They do not like want to share that sensitive side. And I feel like if he don't feel like he can come to me, then I, maybe I'm doing something wrong, or maybe he needs to go get help, or he can't come to me 
and talks to him about his problems, his issues, because like that's there's no point of being in a relationship if you can't express yourself to me. I'm not here to judge you. Like I don't right. you know, we could cry together if you got something <laughs> going on. That's true. But yeah, like and I feel like a lot of men are realizing now that it doesn't matter if you cry in front of somebody. And if that person does judge you, then you need a new crowd of people to hang around. That's true. I agree. Jarrell, why do you believe there are fatherless children in this country? Oh, mm. that's a tough one because my dad ain't even in my life. So it's like, I feel like once they do it and they do make the kid or anything like that, it's a lot of men that just so-called men don't want to stand up and take care of what they did. So it's like they're really being selfish to that kid because like it's hard growing I'm not gonna say it's hard, but it's kind of difficult to grow up in life without that father figure, like without seeing how to be a man. And now, like for me, it's like you gotta learn yourself, like how to be a man. So you're gonna make a lot of mistakes until you get it right. Instead of having that father figure that showed you each time where you went wrong. And I just feel like it's a lot of men out here that just don't wanna step up to the plate. Like they're just, they're scared. And they're not really men if you're scared of something. I say I don't think you're a man if you leave your child. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, you out here creating babies, but you want them to just what go for, go out there and fend for themselves. I don't feel like you're a man. I feel like you're still a boy, even though you're doing men like things. You're not a man. Exactly. Yeah, you could do all the things that you say that a man's supposed to do. Yeah. But once it comes down to the time to be a man, and you're not able to step up, then you're not considered a man any way you put it. Like and you it's folded, right? it's you're crazy because it's like your child could grow up and be somebody with all these issues and you can't even help them because you don't know that child even if you do come in at the age of 18 when technically it's like you're a grown person it's like well you haven't been there so you don't know me you can't help me really you know I just think that's what I think Um, yeah of course okay so I feel like it could also I feel like a lot of black fathers are taken from their children because of the system Mm -hmm. you know like jail wise and I feel like it could be a systematic issue racially wise racial wise and yeah i feel like a lot of kids fathers are in jail and that's another issue on top of another issue of when it comes to fatherless children but that's re- like that's if you look at the numbers because it's just so have an idea of paper over this before and the numbers show that there are not a lot of fathers that are in jail it's like a, they're not there anyway like they was mm-hmm. never there from the the point like when the kid was born they left they're they are gone so it's like it's not the it's not the system we can't blame on the government or somebody else it's just it's up to them do they want to be in this child life and i feel like they, it's also a cycle and yeah it's like and that's that's something i hate like it's a continuous cycle like a kid is born oh it's just the mother raising them mm-hmm. like there's so many single mothers out here like it's starting to get crazy like it's just like oh we're used to that now or you have to have a stepfather come in. Because I have a stepdad has, that has been there for me since I was born. So it's like, even though my dad was there at the beginning, he didn't stay long enough to understand who I was. But I had an, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have had another man figure in my life to show me what how a man's supposed to treat a woman. Because without my stepdad, I don't know who I would be. Shit, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never had that, mm-hmm. to be honest, because I've never had like, when I was born, my father had left. Right. Like probably a month after that or something like that. And like my grand my granddad, he just he was always focused on his other kids, like his other grandkids, stuff like that. So I was like, I've never had that to look to anyway. So it's like it's always been me just making mistakes by myself. And like I just learned from each mistake, like, okay, not do this, not do that. 
So I'm trying to make myself into my own man. Right. So I, I can learn, like, okay, so like if I have a kid one day, I've already told myself, like, if I get somebody pregnant, I'm getting married to them. I don't want my kid to grow and be like, oh, my daddy was never there. My dad was always there for me because I I never had that feeling. So I want him to feel that. Or she, whoever it is, I just want them to feel the same way that I've never felt. Right. I don't feel like marriage solved the issues of having a kid. Like, I feel like you should have a great relationship with the person, but marriage, yes, marriage should, well, it depends on if you believe in it or not. But I believe in it, but you shouldn't get married to somebody just because you got them pregnant. Because yeah, no. that's no, toxic for the child, too. I'm not saying it like that. I'm talking oh, okay. about, if I'm having, if I'm going to have a kid, I want to make sure it's with somebody I that know for like, a fact that I want to be with for the okay. rest of my life. I want to have a kid with somebody like, oh, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Michaela, if you had the funds and access to go to therapy, would you go? Not yet. Not, not yet? Ready. Yeah, okay. no. Why not? Um, I don't know. I'm just not ready yet. I don't feel like, I mean, yeah, I feel like everybody needs therapy, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. I'm not weird on that. I don't think everybody needs therapy. Some people that need therapy, but I'm not one of those people. If they say, uh-huh. if they say I had to find out, oh, I can go, go to therapy and stuff. No, I'm good with myself. I was, if I need therapy, I just go talk to God. That's all I need right now. I'm going to go from there. And I hear you, but I, I personally feel like everybody needs therapy. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I feel like you need to express yourself and actually hear what's going on in your life. Like, mm-hmm. you obviously, you know what's going on, but sometimes when you say it out loud, you're like, oh, snap, like, who am I? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so what's the point? Okay, so you can go to therapy, and then, boom, you, you say it out loud, and you say it to that person, mm-hmm. and they don't know how you feel. They are trained to know how you feel. You know but what, what I'm saying? What if they don't? Like, what if they? What if they don't do nothing for you? You just spent your money for nothing. Okay. Well, let's say this. Um, since you're in college right now, we obviously have a mental. Um, what's the name? Uh, yeah, we have a counseling center. You already paid for it. Your, your tuition. So, are you already wasting money? Yeah, I'm pretty much wasting money. <laughs> I, I, I see, because I didn't even know about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. mental health is very important because once you lose your mind, it's hard to get it back. That, you that said like true. your dad's. You don't feel like your dad not being there impacted you in some type of way that you want to talk about and better you know, yourself. I ain't want to talk. Like I didn't want to talk. I just just got over it. Really, I was you like, think so? But you burying that. Sometimes you need to let it go. I like I don't ex- feel like I buried it because like once I seen him uh-huh. and like I was like, okay, I finally seen you in my life. I'm cool with it now. Like I feel I'm at peace with it. I don't I don't have no hatred towards you okay. or anything, any of your decisions. That's what you decided to do. I have moved on from that. I'm not mad at it. It's just like I gotta continue on with my life. I cannot let that one thing continue holding me back or holding a grudge against him. So you talk to yourself about it before? Yeah, I, okay. I mean I have I have conversation with myself because I'm not gonna lie to you. It's been nights when I was younger, I'd be like, dang, like why was he never there for me? I understand that. And like, you know, I have an older brother and older sister. And I was like, he was there for them. So it's like, when I was born, like, what was the problem with me? Why you left when I came into the world? And so I used to ask my question, like, was I the problem? Was it this? Was it that? And I was like, once I got older, once I got to the age, I say, of 18, I was like, I'm not going to continue putting myself through that. I just got at peace with it, to be honest. Okay, so Jarrell, how do you feel about marriage? Marriage, I feel 
Oh, great, wonderful, anything. <laughs> like, I can just think about it because, like, that's one thing that has been a goal for me to find somebody that I truly love, that's truly the best friend to me, that I know that would never betray me and just have the rest of my life with them. It's always been my plan to get married around 26, 27. I don't know why, but it just is. And it's like, I grew up watching, like, shows of, like, Fresh friends, my wife and kids, how they were happy. I'm like, I want that same, that same feeling with that one woman in my family. So like that's that's my feeling about marriage. Michaela, how do you feel about marriage? Mm, I love love. <laughs> so I plan to get married someday. Like I just I do. I feel it in me. Um I have a vision board about it. I have a Pinterest for all this, you know, wedding rings, dresses, how I'm gonna look, all this and the third. But People, I see people on Twitter say, I'm only getting married once. If, it, if I don't get married once, no, if I get married more than once, then it's not meant to be blah, blah, blah. I, however, believe people make, I wouldn't say mistakes, but I believe people learn in life. And I feel like just because they didn't work out with that one person you married, you should give up on love and get married. I don't think so. I, and But I also do believe in divorce. And people always talk about our generation and how we um, give up so easily and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like, we look at our grandparents, not knowing what they went through. Some grandparents they had an option to get divorced. It wasn't an option. So I believe in marriage and I believe in divorce. But marriage is always go and it's always to stay married to that one person as long as you can, of course. I'm not saying that. But yeah. Well so <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm just gonna say everybody's not the same. Like, uh, in my experience, in my family, if I'm thinking right, none of my grandparents were married. And I mean, my parents are married, yeah, mm-hmm. but I personally just don't, I don't care for marriage. Really? I, I really don't. See, I'm the opposite. None of my grandparents are divorced. They're all together. Yeah. But I also grew up in a Catholic family who don't believe in divorce. Because Catholics don't believe in divorce, but I, I gotta work it out. I, I'm not Catholic. You, you believe in exactly. <laughs> Shit happens. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I feel like people just need to grow out of that childish mindset of, Oh, this is it. Yeah, tough it out, kind of thing. Exactly. I ain't ain't even gonna. Nah, I ain't even gonna go there. Do you see yourself creating a family one day? Of course. That's it. Of course. Just of course. Yeah. You what? Yes. I can see myself starting today. Oh my god. Not today, but tomorrow. When I'm financially. But when I'm financially stable and I know I'm happy with that person, then yes, I'm looking to start a family one day. That's that's the goal for me. Michaela, what is your game plan for the next five years? Oh, sheesh. Um, Ooh, to graduate college, first and foremost. God, okay. you know I mean? listen, listen. Yep. Um, I want to start paying off my student debts. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, good credit score for build my credit. Um, I plan to move out from my parents' house, of course, in the next five years. I'm old as hell, y'all. So. <laughs> um, and hopefully I will start a serious relationship with somebody. And then I will have my foot in the door, at least into my career, whether it be internship or networking. Somehow I want to start in my career in the next five years. I know it's going to happen because... I'm not going to display my age on the video. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what's your what's your career plan? Like, what do you want to be when you I'm grow going up? to be a TV personality. Right. Um, and interview people like you're doing. Oh. I like talking to people. I'm a talkative person. 
yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, what's your game plan? Well, pretty much, like she said, graduate. And once I graduate, I'm looking to work at in-game sports. It's like right down the road uh, with a magazine, get an internship for the spring. And then hope, well, I know for a fact in the future, I'm going to have my own sports analyst show on ESPN. Like that has been my dream since I was like five years old and I'm not going to stop until I get it. <laughs> and so like pretty much just continue working until I get it. Okay. Jarrell. When is it okay for a man to feel vulnerable? I want to say when you're around, at least around your girl or around your friends, your so-called your friends. Mm. As long as you feel like you're comfortable around them and you got a lot on your mind or a lot on your chest, that's a that's a perfect time to go and get it all out and just see, just talk to somebody about it. But if you can't, if you don't never feel vulnerable around anybody. And I mean, you got some kind of trust issue or somebody that hurt you before and you couldn't trust them. Mm-hmm. Michaela, what do you think? Um, repeat the question. When's a good when, time to be vulnerable? When is it okay for a man to be vulnerable? Um, around people you trust. You know, I just feel like that's the bottom line. Because if, if you're around people you can't trust or you think it's going to make fun of you for being vulnerable, mm-hmm. then that's going to lock you up even more into like your own self and you won't express that to nobody else. Gonna have a very bad impact on your mental health, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That you might need to go to a therapist to talk to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what if the therapist laughs at you though? All right. Then. Now, therapist. you need to report yeah. them. That's exactly. what's up. Period. That's what they're saying. <laughs> okay, Michaela, how do you feel about men who express more emotions than other men? Meaning they're more sensitive than other men. That's just who they are. But um, I feel like we haven't talked about this yet, but I feel like gay men could be masculine too. Mm-hmm. And like we haven't said that. And I feel like they can be very masculine and straight men can be very feminine. But mm-hmm. it depends on the person and who's to judge them. And it depends on how you like define it, right? Yeah, exactly. It depends on how you define feminine, how you define masculine. But yeah, what's that? I'm not going to lie to you. I never used to express myself. But like, it's just. The person I used to talk to, they just made me feel like, oh, I can open up now. I can express myself anytime I want. But at the same time, still keeping like that man in me like, hey, look, some stuff you just don't need to express. Some stuff you just need to keep to your damn self. Like keep what? Keep it to yourself. Oh. Like anything. Like, okay, like if you feel like you're going through something in life and you feel like, okay, I express with somebody, they're probably not going to understand like an illness or just something about your job somebody's not gonna understand that but you until you fix it so it's just some stuff you keep to yourself like you don't have to open up to everybody about it and like that's why me now i just i express myself more because i feel more comfortable now like i'm I'm comfortable with myself now so i don't have to worry about oh you think this way i don't care how you think about me Mm. it's it's my life you don't run nothing in my life so if i told you i mean i trusted you with it so it just it's up to me right then and there how I want to express myself to people. I honestly feel like we're more alike than we are different, and sometimes we mm-hmm. don't like to go to other people, like maybe your friends or something, because mm-hmm. you you think they yeah. might not understand, mm-hmm. right. but 
sometimes they don't tell you everything. So when you do confide in them and they be like, you know, I know exactly what you mean. It makes you feel like a whole lot better to be like, I'm not alone in this situation, you know? Yeah, because we always it, it makes you feel better. Yeah. yeah. We always think that our problems are personal mm-hmm. to us alone. Mm-hmm. But really a lot of other people have experienced oh, the same Let's bottle, let's drink to our sorrow. Oh, <laughs> therapist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um, well, this is the last question that I have. Uh, do you see them as weak or strong and why? And that was pertaining to the last question where I asked about men being sensitive. I mean, I see them as being strong, to be honest, because you're, com- like I was saying, you're comfortable with yourself. So mm-hmm. you're strong about your opinion about yourself. You're strong about how you, how you feel about everything. And you, like, you just feel great that you can get that off your chest. Like, you don't have to worry about anything else. And now you're going to see how somebody else feel about that same situation with you. All right. You can get really their opinion, like y'all kind of talking about therapist. Oh my gosh! But any honestly, anybody could be your therapist. You could be your own therapist, your friends, your family, or somebody that you pay. Yeah, because sometimes you may not want your family looking at you like, "Oh my gosh, what is going on with you? Like, why are you so depressed? Why are you so weak?" You know, because sometimes we. Yeah, and we got we go through a lot of things with jobs and relationships and school. So I mean, with all those things coming down on us, it's bound to happen sometimes. But what do you think? Listen, <laughs> there are levels to this sister shit. Yeah, okay? it is. And there's only so much I could take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I could get. Mm-hmm. You said what? So I started thinking that you're a woman. Hey, hold on, wait, now you're expressing yourself too much. Now um, I'm too far. Yeah. Um. I just honestly. There's people who are too sensitive. There is a such thing in my book, people who are too sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that person just needs to find a medium and, mm-hmm. you know, gather themselves or they kind of talk about their sensitive issues to me personally because, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a problem with over sensitive people usually. But there's nothing wrong with being yeah. sensitive. There should be um, a time and place. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There you go. Yeah. Any last remarks, guys? Damn, I should have wrote some down. <laughs> but, um, no, not like no. I think I don't have a last remark. Joe? No, I'm good. All right, well, that's all we have for today's show. Thank you, Michaela, Jarrell, and Joseph for joining me today. And yeah, see you guys next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>
or if you've tuned in through another external podcasting service, you can hit me up on my social media. Tune in next week where we'll be discussing banging body, body images. Again, I want to thank all the guests that I had today on the show. And I'm Taisha, and I promise I won't bite my tongue.